Every believer has the capacity to live as Jesus lived. Live victoriously over sin, sickness, death, poverty, and every evil works of the enemy. You can transform not just your own life, but the lives of people around you. The more you expose yourself to the words of God, the more you see it flow through you. In this message, Pastor Philip teaches on how you can respond to God's unconditional love for you. Live your life in the reality of His power and be all His Word says you can be. Father, we honor you again this morning. We are grateful. We thank you for life. We thank you because you never change your mind concerning us. Your thoughts about us are constant and consistent. You love us unconditionally and you love us eternally. In spite of our faithfulness, the Bible says that you remain faithful. You stay by your word. You never change your mind and the gifts and your callings are without repentance. Thank you because today is another great day to hear from you, to be taught of your spirit. We ask that we open our hearts this morning. You teach us yourself. Live our life. In Jesus' precious name, because we said a big amen. Now jam those hands together for Jesus and please have your seats. Hallelujah. Amen. Come near. Something more than gold. I'll tell it to the world. Jesus is more than gold. Something more than gold. I've got something more than gold. Something more than gold. I've got something more than gold. If all I've got is Jesus. I've got something more than gold I'll tell it to the word Jesus is more than gold More than gold, more than gold I've got something more than gold gold something more than gold I've got something more than silver if all I've got is Jesus I've got something more than gold I'll tell it to the word Jesus is more than gold say more than gold more than gold for water so my soul belongs for you forever and ever yes my heart beat for you as the deepest for water 
I've got something more than gold Something more than gold I've got something more than silver If all I've got is Jesus I've got something more than gold And I'll tell it around the world Jesus! Think of it, there's nothing you've asked me to give you that you weren't the first person that gave it to me in the first place. You asked me to give you my heart, you gave me the heart, you asked me to give you my time, you gave me the time. If you asked me to give me money, you asked me to give you my money, you gave it to me. Because for a man has not received anything except to give it to him above. It's all there. Amen. How many of you are blessed by that little administration by me? Let's bless and celebrate. Saying so, when I call your name, Nee, you know where I'm going. I mean, all right, we're talking about overcoming selfishness. This is the last part of the series, and it has been a kind of slow month. When I mean slow, not because there's slow more on uh, TikTok, it's because it's more of an introverted kind of month, not those kind of messages that you jump around and fly around. It's a message that lets you keep looking at yourself, things you need to work on. It's not a message that you jump, you point fingers. It's a message that teaches you to look within the things that you need to work on in your own lives. You know, so we have to make amendments. We have to change. You have to switch here, change here. There's a lot that's been taught this month. And if you would practice it, your life will never remain the same. If you leave after this month and you still bear grudges in your mind, bring it down, JD. You still go about with beefs and offenses and all sorts, then you know that I can't help you. Amen. Because I gave you a whole month to teach. If you still carry offenses, people are passing you east. You see people status you east. They are not your problem. You watch people status, you are angry at their status. If you continue like that after this month, then you may need to go to Mountain of Fire. Alright? <laughs> we started about God's love for us and the fact that His love for us is unconditional. He loves us in spite of us. He loves us so much he loves us in spite of our unfaithfulness. God loves us. He loves us with all his heart. He loves us so much, he gave himself for us. He loves us in a way that no man can love. The Bible says no love, no man can love. No love hath any man than this. Than the man should give his life for his friends. He loves us. He loves us. He loves us. He loves us. You know when I look at genealogy of Jesus, I'm looking at genealogy of Jesus and pop, 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 pop. Did you get to Mary? But there's a woman in that genealogy who's strange. Her name is Rhea. She is from Jericho, a Gentile nation. First of all, she's disqualified by birth, disqualified by nation. Then two, she's an harlot. They call her Rahab, the harlot. We don't know her surname. She's called after her profession. 
John the Baptist, Jesus the Messiah, Paul the Apostle, Rehab the Alot, called blind Bartimaeus. People are called after their issues. So she's called. And then she's there in the genealogy. And I'm shocked. How can God allow an Alot be in the genealogy of his only child, Jesus? He loves. He loves. I know you know Mary was a virgin, but Heriab was an alot. And both of them, Virgin Mary, right? <laughs> alot, Rehab, all in the same genealogy of Jesus. He loves us like that. He loves us. He never turns his heart away from you. He never changes his mind about you. No matter what you do wrong, he never changes his mind about you. Mark chapter 11, verse 22, I taught last week on the fact that faith works by love. Faith works by love. That if you are praying, and you are fasting and you have unforgiveness in your heart, God will not hear your prayers. Maybe that's why your prayers have not been answered because you are so full with bitterness, so full with unforgiveness. Why is my faith not working? I've sown seeds, I've paid tight, I've done that. The Bible says that if you have unforgiveness in your heart, God will not hear you. In Galatians 5 and 6, Galatians 5 and 6, the Bible says that faith works by love. Faith works by love. Next month, we'll be focusing on faith, the believer's work of faith. That's our focus. And that's why we have to focus on love for this month. Because no matter how much faith you have for next month, if you have unforgiveness for this month, your faith for next month will not work. You understand what I'm saying? So, it says faith works by love. If you have unforgiveness in your heart, your prayers will not be answered. Write it down. If I have unforgiveness in my heart, my prayers will not be answered. Write it down. If I have unforgiveness in my heart, my prayers will not be answered. Practice love. Exercise love. Try it out. Practice forgiveness. Forgive people when they offend you. The more you do it, bring it down. The more you do it, the better you are at it. The more you learn to forgive people, the more you learn to apologize, the more you learn to say sorry, the more you learn to say, okay, I'm sorry. The more you learn to say, the better you become at it. Practice it. When you do it over and over, you get better at it. Your heart will become open and open and open more for it. Last week I also talked about offenses and the fact that when we have offenses there are four angles to offenses. Number four, the first angle is the fact that it could be you two, it could be the other person, three, it could be both of you and then it could be God. And I said clearly that if you're going to solve, and I'm going to emphasize this one you must ensure that if somebody offends you or you feel offended by someone you tell the person first. Did I say that last week? Is that, is that, was, that, was that a blessing? You know if you do that alone your life can be saved. A lot of all the issues we are dealing with is because people, when they are offended, don't tell the person first. They go to tell someone else. If I'm offended, like I said, that why is kings wearing red scarf behind me? What's this? Is he, is he a courtist? <laughs> and I just said, ah, this scarf, this thing, is courtist. And I go on and I tell SJ. And I said, did you see that? SJ said, ah, I even saw him somewhere they were carrying somewhere on on or something maybe that's their initiation and then we carry that one and go and meet praise and then we go and meet gt then we talk to kingsley and we come and meet and say they are courtists in that church that church is full of you could misinterpret people's actions if you open up your heart to talk to people first you see that a lot of things will change our lives will not remain the same. Amen. So I've emphasized that. Please get the links and ensure that this blesses you over again. Now, in Proverbs 13 verse 10. Proverbs 13 verse 10. I'm going to round up on this. This first service and next, next, second service. I'll be dealing with selfishness. On, Proverbs 13 verse 10. The Bible says, only by pride. Proverbs 13 verse 10. 
Only by pride does strife come. Who's giving that to me? Proverbs 13 verse 10. Only by pride. Is this thing proud? <laughs> Proverbs 13 verse 10. Who has it? King James. Only, someone say only. Only by pride commit contention. The Bible says that it is only by pride that contention comes. It didn't say the most important way contention comes or the most critical way contention comes or the frontline way contention comes is pride. It says only. What's the meaning of only? Eh? Solely. That means if you seek contention anywhere, you'll find pride there. Are you following me? Are you following me? Anywhere you see contention and strife, there's pride. There's someone there who is saying, I cannot take this. Me? You did that to me? Do you know who I am? There's someone there who is insisting on the identity. Pride is the only way strife comes. Pride. Like a lot of people are saying, no, Pastor Philip, ah, you don't know. It's what no, it is pride. The Bible says this pride. Is the Bible lying? Did the Bible say this pride? Answer me now. Only by pride. You know, it took me time to believe this, but I argued with it. But I can't argue with scriptures. And this has been with me for years. That it is not the external factors. It is not the issues around me that causes strife. It is what is within me that causes strife. There is nothing else that causes problems between people except pride. And you are not an animal. You are not a, a robot that has a already set, automated set response system. That if somebody does this to you, you must react like this. That you don't have a choice, you don't have a sense, you don't have a brain of yourself. If somebody does this to you, you must react. No, you, you're not a robot. You're not an animal. You can choose your responses. You can choose to forgive. You can choose to respond differently. You can choose to love in spite of offense. Anybody can make, and nobody, I said that last two weeks, nobody can make you angry without your consent. If this is true, that nobody can make you angry without your consent, then the solution and the challenge is with you. You. It is the pride in you. I says, no, I will not take this. You know, this is early morning, I'm not sure. Praise, have you taken Panea this morning? Okay, please, I'm not taking Panea. This month, are you sure? <laughs> that means if I take a stick now and I put it in his throat and say, Please, you must vomit Pandeyam today. Will you vomit Pandeyam? Why, why, why will you vomit Pandeyam? Because Pandeyam is not in him. Nothing can come out of you that was not already in you. Are you following me? That sister seduced me. That sister seduced me. That is why I fell. If lust was not in you, that sister cannot bring it out. No amount of seduction could bring it out because it is not in you. And she was the one that caused it. We should thank the sister. That we did not know that this brother has lost before. Thank God that you show him your breasts. It was when you show him your breasts, the thing came out. It was hiding there before. But we thank you. <laughs> now we can pray for him. Because nothing can come out of you. It's a generation that likes to put responsibility on the other person. Put responsibility on their parents, my parents, my families, my countries, my dysfunctional upbringing. And we don't take responsibility for our misbehaviors. 
Nobody can bring anger out of you when anger was not already in you. Look at what they did to Jesus. They dragged him on the streets, beat him. What did they say? Father, forgive them. Because no matter the, the level of offense, they couldn't get what was not in him out of him. Yesterday I was at the filling station. And, you know, this fuel, Ike, so we're on, we're on the queue. And I don't know whether the man was already on the queue. Maybe his battery went flat and they had to push his car. Isaac came to the front somehow from the back. So somebody said uh, his battery went down that they had to push. But one woman did not agree. The woman came there, started shouting. What kind of rubbish is this? The man said, I'm looking at him like this. He banged the man's car. We are not going to take this here. He was at her. You were selling the fire to him. He looked at her. He looked at her as if he has mental problem. And after they were done, he shook some of his friends and said, How are you doing? He ignored her completely, entered his car and zoomed off. All of us looked at the woman. She was like, Can't you see what he did? Can't you see what he did? All of us just left. <laughs> you can choose your responses. You can choose your responses. Pride. Nobody can bring out of you what is not already in you. Nobody can drag out of you. The Bible says it is pride. It is pride. It is pride that triggers. Now, all people, people can do things around you that may trigger it, but if you don't already have it inside you, it is impossible for those things to come out of you. You don't always have to give in to problems. You don't always have to show your fire. Show it. You don't have to. Pride is the essence. And the midst of pride, if you look at P-R-I-D itself, the word P-R-I-D-E as I in the center. Self-conscious, self-centered. It's all about me. It has to be me. It is only you that you can change. You can't change the other person. You can't even change your, I mean, even you can't change your spouse. Some people think they can change their spouse. That's why their marriage is upside down. You can't change your spouse. You marry what you see. Praise the Lord. The heart of a king is in the hands of the Lord, not in your hands. You'll be frustrated. Try it. Try yourself and see. Zwa <laughs> Kada. Try. You see. You are there. Nothing will change. In the midst of pride is I, self-centered, self-conscious, self-focused. Self, 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 me. So I found out that the opposite of love is not hate. The opposite of love is selfishness. The opposite of love is not hate. That's the book of Psalm 45. He said, that was loved righteousness and hated wickedness. Talking about Jesus. He says, so your father has anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. He says, you loved righteousness and you hated wickedness. So it's possible to love and hate at the same time. Do you know that? God is love, but he hates. You know God hates? He hates the wicked. He hates sin. And yet he's love. So the opposite of love is not hate. The opposite of love is selfishness. It's self. That's the real enemy of love. Love can hate. I can love you so much, I hate the way you are living your life. And this is why I hate the way you are living your life is because I love you so much. Are you following me? Are you following what I'm saying? I am agitated, I'm screaming, I'm shouting. Why is your life like this? It's because I love you. Even though I've kept quiet. 
So love and hate are not words and opposites. It is love and selfishness. I'm sorry the teacher taught you. Selfishness. Selfishness is the real enemy of love. You can't love and be selfish. God is not selfish. You can't love and be selfish. Something that we call love is actually selfishness. People want it for themselves. I love. I love you. I love you so much, then you can't live your life because I love you. Have you seen partners like that? Have you seen partners like that? That because they love you so much now, your life has to end? You don't have a life of your own again? Have you seen people like that? Yeah, you lose yourself. The Bible says these two shall become one. These said they shall become the same. They can be different and be one. I can love you so much and I become domineering. I can love you so much and I take control of your life. That's not love. Love is not selfish. Love does not think of itself alone. Open to 1 Corinthians 13. 1 Corinthians 13. Love does not think of itself alone. Love is not selfish. 1 Corinthians 13, verse 4. Someone should help me with that so I can, we can rush this through quickly. 1 Corinthians 13, verse 4. Who has NLT? 4 to 5. Love is what? Is that NLT? Love is patient and kind, yes? So the Bible says love is patient. What it means is that love can wait. Eh? If it is love, then it can wait. If it is love, then it can do what? Love, can I say it loud? Love can wait. If it is love, you can wait. This kish kish in your body can wait. If it is love. If it is love. Love is patient. You know that song when we were young, they used to sing it. You guys should help me now. If you love me, you wait for. I mean, you guys don't just help me. This another one. We sing it two times. You don't know that song. You guys are not giving back. To, it's a lie. Uh, you guys make me feel as I'm very old. Okay, you are Gen Z. Who knows that song? If you love me, you wait for me. Wait for me, baby, plan me. Wait for me, baby, plan. That's the song that King Sonia Di and Uyeka sang. That if you love me, you wait. Because love is patient. But it's a generation, they call them Gen Z. They sang another one. If you love me, you will buy me fair. Ah. Salary. Who knows that song? You know what's going It says if you love me, you buy me Ferrari. You pay me salary. He said because soup weighs sweets. Na money cooker. If you like it, you must be to spend for it. Love, love, not before mouths. You see that? Thank you guys. You see that? That's the kind of love. Send me your nude kind of love. If I love you, I won't ask for your nude. If I love you, I will not take what's dear to you. What you have held dear all your life, I won't snatch it from you. A selfishness. Love gives, love gives, love gives. Selfishness gets. And get so your true measure of love is how.
how much you give, not how much you get. Love gives. That song says, if you want, you spend. You spend the money. You spend it. If you like, he said, my front and my back. If they do you any but you must ginger to feel it. That's it. That's it. That's the song. It's Gen Z kind of song. Hallelujah. My love for you is not a love that snatches the things that you owe there in your life. That's not love. Love gives. Love gives. Love does not insist. Continue with NLT for me. Who's reading that? Continue. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. Love does not demand. If you love me, if you really love me, you will do this thing for me. You, have you heard words like that? Say, so if you don't damage, you don't love me. Love does not demand. Lord gives. If I love you, I will not be laying demands on your life. I will not be insisting on what's mine. Even as married couples, I don't even have sex with my wife if she's not in the mood for it. I don't rape her. <laughs> I don't. Because love is considerate of the other person. The definition of love itself is sacrifice, selflessness. Are you following me? I don't, Bible says that love does not. Who has understanding for that? Verse four. And that understanding for verse four. If you have uh, passions, passions understanding of verse four. Quickly, if you have it, please give it to me. Love is large and incredibly patient. Yes. Love is gentle and consistently kind to all. Yes. He refuses to be jealous. When blessing comes to someone else. Love does not brag about his own achievements. Yes. On what? I didn't get that first one. Inflict. Inflict his own importance. That means you don't insist on your own. You don't insist on your own. I am the man in this house. That's not a sound of love. You know, love is God. And you ask yourself questions over and over. Now, why did God put the forbidden tree in the garden? If you didn't want them, if you didn't want them to eat out of that tree, why did he put the tree there? How many of you have asked that question before? Okay, so why? Look at all the mess we are in now. If you really don't want them to do that, why did you put it there? He put that tree there out of love. He put that tree there out of love. God doesn't want people who obey him, they don't have a choice not to. What's the value of an instruction when there's no opportunity to disobey it? He doesn't want people who follow him because they don't have any other choice. He said, I said before you, life and death. Choose life. He wants you to follow and obey him willingly. God's not a control freak. Now, some people are married to control freaks. Some people are engaged to control freaks who you must be with them. Sometimes love lets go. Sometimes it is love to let go. Love releases. Love allows your wings to fly. Love does not clip it. If I know that your life will be better off out there doing this kind of business, why would I insist you working with me? When I know that I'm not even, I can't give you what, you know, you see some boss 
they, are, they will trip you. Some pastors, they get trip you. Some people, they get trip you. Your boyfriend get trips you. You know, and all those, those God doesn't do that. He allows you to make a choice. So he puts the tree there. Choose whether to obey me or not. I want you to obey me because you want to. I don't want you to obey me because you don't have a choice. This is I'm a I'm a I kept myself. You are broke. You are ugly. Nobody wants to sleep with you. We don't want to sleep with you. Say so you kept yourself. You want, what will you do if you don't keep yourself? <laughs> you don't have a choice. Nobody sleep with you. Nobody sleep with you. You don't have a choice. No money. Nothing. He said you kept yourself. It is poverty that kept you. You didn't keep yourself. Trust me. You have no choice. God wanted them to have an opportunity to follow him because they want to. That's love. Love gives you free will. Love is selfless. Love is selfless. That's God. You don't have a choice this morning not to pray. He doesn't wake up, he doesn't wake me up in the morning with the kundu. I say pray or die. He gives me a choice to pray. So I pray out of free will. I tell him how much I love him. I have a choice not to. That's love. Love is not selfish. Love is not selfish. Love is not selfish. Love is not a controller. Love is not imposing itself on other people. There's so much so much let's continue i'll round this up quickly my time is almost up i said here that sometimes it is love to let go sometimes it's love to wait if i love you i will not take from you what is dear to you if i love you i will not steal from you the bible says that love is not selfish in first Corinthians 13 verse 3 love is not selfish so pride in itself is self-centered self-focused pride demands pride takes pride protects itself love puts the other person first love puts the other person ahead but pride doesn't self-centeredness doesn't now if you look at it a lot of us are born in fact all of us were born selfish every single person in this church this morning was born selfish you look at a child a baby that was just born the mother may have been laboring for 12 hours. Master, how much? How many hours did you labor for? 17, 17 hours, 14 minutes. Now she labored to bring forth that girl. And she came out of the womb and shouted, She has done nothing. She has achieved nothing. She has put in nothing, contributed nothing to the economy. Don't absolutely nothing and is crying for attention here's the mother who has been in pain for hours she wouldn't even let her sleep you bring a child here in church they're crying they don't even care bother where people want to listen to the pastor they're just there screaming screaming that's how children you have to train children you cannot be selfish because all they know about is themselves me 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 what about me who talks to me who tell me and there are people that even people in the relationship that are shouting, me, 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 you see me, look at me, I'm here, me. Selfish people. Parents, selfish parents. Parents take their children to school that they can afford so that they can measure up with their colleagues. 
They don't care about the future of those children, whether they have enough money to sustain that kind of life. Parents in the shopping mall, selfish parents, carry your daughter or your son to shop in ShopRite or wherever more you buy from. And then she's screaming at things, wanting to pick things. You have you seen children like that in malls? So what does the parent do? In order to avoid attention, they quickly, okay, stop that, don't do that. And everybody's already looking at you. What kind of parent are you? What kind of parent are you? And because you have to protect your reputation, you give that child that toy, you give that child that teddy bear, and you are reaffirming and reestablishing that useless attitude. And that kind of boy gets into marriage and be shouting me on his wife. Because you as a parent were so selfish. You thought you were generous. No, you were selfish. You didn't think about the future of that boy. You thought about people's reputation. You thought about what people think about you. That's selfish. That's selfish. That's not love. Love can hate. Don't forget that. Love can hate. Love is to insist on what is right. For the person. Better for what's person. That's love. The Bible says love is not selfish. I won't think of myself as a pastor of the church. I won't be insisting that things be done for me. For me. Me. Everyone has to respect me. Everyone has to notice me. I'm the one in charge. There's no need. That's selfish. That's selfish. In the choir, you don't insist on your own. Insist on your own thing. In second service, I'm going to teach in a very funny way. And I'm going to mention very, very funny things around Salamit and um, Wisbeach. And uh, anklet, uh, tattoo. I want to teach you how to do your tattoo very well. Amen. <laughs> Trust me. But I, I need to let you know that love is not selfish. Love is not selfish. When God calls you, it calls into a life that gives. When it calls you, it calls you a life that deposits. The Bible says, out of your belly does what? Does what? Flows rivers to a dark and dying world. That's, there's a world around your life. There's a dark world around you. Seeking for life. It's selfish to hold on to. Some of you don't preach the gospel because you're selfish. I know you call it being shy. But you're selfish. Do you know there's no such thing as being shy that's not selfish? Low self-esteem, selfishness. Selfish. You are so self-conscious. You are thinking about yourself. I said, Bro Williams, can you please come up and share the gospel? Say, ha, me. They will laugh at me. So we all can go to hell. So far we don't laugh at you. That's selfish. Very selfish. That's why you don't preach the gospel. Not because you hate them. You love them. But you are so you love yourself more than them. And you think you're not prepared. You would rather keep your reputation and keep your character. Instead of being laughed at or mocked and somebody else gets saved, you would rather, you rather be, be, be preserved than see a soul saved. That's what it means to be selfish. And that's not God. Jesus died, laid his life on the cross. Died for all of us. You know he didn't die because he had to. He was enjoying himself in, 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 in heaven. He didn't need to. It was not for his benefits. When the Bible says that, 
for the joy that was set before him, he endured the pain. When the Bible said that, it wasn't talking about the glory that he now had. He had the glory before he came. The Bible said that he laid aside his glory. Do you know that scripture? And came to the world. So he wasn't struggling for a name. When the Bible says that for the joy he saw ahead. What was that joy? Me. I'm the joy he saw. He saw me back home. He saw me being able to walk to the Father. He saw me saved. saw me redeemed. saw me healed. He saw me restored. He saw me being able to shout, Daddy! I was the joy that Jesus saw. I was the reason he faced the prize. I was the reason why he died. Nothing for him. Absolutely nothing. It's selfish. To think and do things with strings attached. He give you 2K urgently. But there's something about it. That 2K is not just urgent. It's a payment. It's a, it's a, it's a, you know what I'm talking about now? Payment. So you can't give a girl money without sleeping with her. Of course, I don't blame the guys. I blame everybody. Ah, because there was one girl like that I was even fighting for one time. Only to find out that she collects plenty things. <laughs> she collects plenty things. You know, and it's just a messy situation. We have a generation that's selfish, that's, that's, that's not given to love, genuine love. And because we're not used to it, it's difficult for us to give it. When I was going to have my wife, I told you guys, but I've said over and over, we had temptations. I, I was a virgin. She disvirgined me. I was a virgin. She took my virginity. So, but I remember those days I would see her and all my body would be, you know what I'm talking about now? You, know, you happen if you know what I'm talking about? Hey, my time has gone. My body will be shaking. I've not seen girl before. I wanted to sleep with her. I wanted to sleep with her. By force. When I go to the house, ha! Ah, I must sleep with this girl. So when I said this thing will not stop, I quickly took a paper. And I wrote it. I vow not to touch you marriage. I vow this, I vow that. If I should try, God should kill me. And I vow it there and I put sign. I said, yeah, sign here. So she signed, I signed, and I put a place for God. I said, God, it's your turn. You know, and I pasted it by my bedside. So my vow to keep my wife till I marry her. Why did I do that? I love God. And I love her more than I loved myself. That's love, love. The Bible says the love of Christ constrains us. It makes us do things that we don't want to do. But because we love him. That's how to know what real love is. Love is not enjoyment. Love is death. The Bible says love is stronger than death. Love will put a knife on your throat. That's love. This generation doesn't know what love is. When we hear love, we hear lust. So I love that baby. And I'm going to get her. And people, guys who talk about how many girls they have gotten. Say, have you seen that girl I've gotten? Ah, she don't, she don't, I don't lay her now. She don't. I say, wow, you be that guy, that guy. Oh, bro. <laughs> Rise on your feet. <laughs> Love is not selfish. Love is not selfish. Love protects. Love preserves. I want you to pray genuinely. I say, Lord, help my heart. Kill flesh. Kill self in my life. My voice is all I have.
Thank you for listening to this message. Meditate on these words and watch how it will transform your life. For inquiries, please call 0909-672-9827 or 0807-548-5997. You can reach us on Instagram and Facebook. Instagram at SLChurchNG. You can reach us on our Facebook. That's Supernatural Life Church.